0: Let's go to our senior legal analyst, Ellie Honig, with more. Ellie, walk us through this indictment and what stands out to you.
1: Yeah, Poppy, the stakes are so much higher now for Hunter Biden. Now, you may recall that back in July, Hunter Biden walked into a federal courtroom expecting to plead guilty to two tax misdemeanors with a probation sentence attached. That deal fell apart at the last minute. Now let's look at how things have changed. Now Hunter Biden is looking at nine separate charges, tax evasion, tax fraud, and non-payment of taxes. And really importantly, these two, there's one count of evasion, two counts of fraud. These are felonies now, much more serious. Tax evasion carries a max sentence of five years. Fraud carries a max sentence of three years. Nobody gets the max, but much more serious than before. Now. If we look at the indictment, this alleges a scheme covering four years, 2016 through and including 2019. The allegation is that during that time, Hunter Biden made around $7 million in income primarily from foreign companies in Ukraine and China. Doesn't allege that those were bribes, does not allege Hunter Biden was engaged in illegal influence peddling as a lobbyist, but... Makes clear he did not do actual work meriting $7 million worth of income. And the allegation is that he failed to pay and committed fraud with respect to about $1.4 million in taxes owed. Now, the indictment lays out in detail the way Hunter Biden would allegedly commit this fraud. For example, he took false business deductions. The indictment alleges, as one example, that in 2018, he claimed he had $388,000 worth of business travel. But in fact, the allegation is he was doing no business, no real work. So he writes that off. And that's a fraud. The the indictment also details lavish personal spending by Hunter Biden. $4.8 million worth of money that the government says he could have easily paid back. Instead, he used on personal expenses ranging from cars and clothes to, quote-unquote, adult entertainment. One other interesting thing from the indictment, the sources of evidence that DOJ uses, they use Hunter Biden's memoir. They use things he says in his book against him. It's quoted extensively in the indictment. That's fair play. It's a statement by Hunter Biden. And they use certain texts from Hunter Biden, including one that references taxes. It's not exactly a smoking gun, but they say, well, look, he knew he had to pay taxes. He knew he owed these. Hunter Biden already had another indictment. Do these two overlap at all? So completely separate cases. Let's remember, he's already charged with firearms charges relating to possessing a firearm while a felon. Those are brought in federal court in Delaware. And now Hunter Biden is looking at literally a two-front battle here. He's got two separate indictments, both federal, One in Delaware, one in California. It's tough enough to beat one federal case, never mind two. He can try to have those two cases combined into one. That's an interesting strategic call his lawyers are going to have to make.
0: What about this push for an impeachment? Because I will say California and Delaware are the two jurisdictions where when this plea deal was about to happen... Critics of it, Republicans, were pointing and saying, what about those two jurisdictions? Yeah. Why has that even been brought here?
1: So no mention of Joe Biden, no reference to Joe Biden in the indictment. James Comer, of course, mm-hmm. is seizing on this, and he says that Hunter Biden's corporate entities implicated by today's indictments funneled foreign cash that landed in Joe Biden's bank account. little bit of sleight of hand happening here, though, because Comer's focused on the payments, the $7 million that Hunter Biden received, but that's not the crime. The indictment makes clear... There is no charge. There could have been a charge of bribery if there was bribery. There could have been a charge of foreign lobbying if that was the case. There is no such charge. The crime here is the tax part of that. And I don't see any link in the indictment or even in Comer's statement to Joe Biden. So we'll see. We'll see if James That's Comer a really has the points. really important point. Yeah. Um, look, he's been promising quite a bit in this impeachment inquiry. The link is not there. We'll see if he finds something new. They've had a year to do it. We'll see where they go. Thank you, Ellie, very much. Following this for us this morning, Jessica, what's the latest here?
2: Yeah, John, this is the second indictment against the president's son just this year, and it's actually these charges now out of California that really do bring much greater peril for Hunter Biden. He could face up to 17 years in prison if convicted on these nine counts. So this latest indictment, what does it include? includes failure to file and pay taxes, evasion of a tax assessment, and filing a false or fraudulent tax return. And prosecutors are describing it as Hunter Biden engaging in a four-year scheme to avoid paying at least one point point four million million in federal taxes that they say he owed for a span of several years. Now, this is from the indictment. I'll read it for you. It says between 2016 and October 15, 2020, the defendant spent his money on drugs, escorts and girlfriends, luxury hotels and rental properties, exotic cars, clothing, and other items of a personal nature. In short, everything but his taxes. And more specifically, prosecutors are saying that Hunter Biden subverted the payroll and tax withholding process of his company when he withdrew millions of dollars. They say it was all to subsidize his extravagant lifestyle. It included nearly $700,000 in payments to various women, nearly $200,000 in adult entertainment, and about $70,000 in rehab, among other things. So Hunter Biden's attorney immediately responded, Abby Lowell, and he said this. He said, based on the facts in the law, if Hunter's last name was anything other than Biden, the charges in Delaware and now in California would not have been brought. Now, President Biden was asked about this indictment, John, and here's what he's saying.
1: Your son, while there's no ties to you,
0: could be charged by your Department of Justice. How will that impact your presidency?
3: First of all, my son's done nothing wrong. I trust him, I have faith in him, and it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him
2: so that was actually from president biden back in may now david weiss uh, he's the special counsel now he's been investigating this case for several years he was named special counsel in august of course that gives him wide latitude to investigate and prosecute and of course there is that other indictment against hunter biden out of delaware that stems from his illegal purchase of a handgun back in 2018 so john now the president's son will be fighting criminal charges in california also delaware all while his father mounts that re-election campaign and while Republicans continue to call into question Hunter Biden's international business dealings and, of course, their claims, so far unsubstantiated, that President Biden benefited from his son's business dealings in Ukraine and China. We know that Republicans are moving toward an impeachment inquiry into President Biden, so there is a lot going on with the president and his son just as we're moving into this election year.
1: John. Jessica Snyder, thank you very much. And as Jessica noted, those comments that we heard from the president, those were from back in May. We are waiting to see if he makes new comments on this in really the next few minutes as he walks out of the White House to travel to Nevada.
0: Right. Right. And most likely, John, those comments were really in reference to the Delaware case. They probably didn't see this California case coming. All right. Let's discuss all of this now with Carolyn Polisi, a federal and white collar criminal defense attorney. Uh, Garrett, good to see you. So how bad is this for Hunter Biden in your view?
3: IT'S it's PRETTY BAD, FRED. Um, YOU KNOW, THAT INDICTMENT REALLY SPARED NO EXPENSE WHEN IT COMES TO um, REALLY CALLING OUT HUNTER BIDEN FOR THE EMBARRASSING THINGS THAT HE SPENT THIS MONEY ON. Um, at- to paying his taxes. You'll, you'll recall, and as Jessica laid out there, he could have avoided these charges had that uh, plea deal not fallen through many months ago in Delaware. David Weiss mm-hmm. alluded to the fact that these new tax charges were imminent. They are much more serious than uh, the, the gun charges that he's facing in, in Delaware. And you know now he, he's facing uh, multiple charges, multiple coasts, Abby Lowell, his defense attorney, you'll note that that statement that uh, he made immediately following uh, this indictment coming down didn't really, uh, you know, defend the conduct. Didn't say that he was innocent of the conduct. He just noted that, you know, this essentially was a political prosecution, and that were his name anything other than Biden, uh, they never would have been brought.
0: So, is it your view that that earlier failed plea deal in Delaware? greatly influenced the the pursuit of this California case?
3: absolutely you know many called that a sweetheart deal those those charges in Delaware which were brought after the falling apart of the plea deal many people criticized them um, for being sort of trumped up if you will in that many people wouldn't have or or many prosecutors really wouldn't have brought those those gun related charges he could have pleaded guilty to simply misdemeanors instead they 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 bumped them up to felonies but these tax charges tax charges are uh, more serious I, I don't agree with Abby Lowell. I think they, they would have been, they would have been prosecuted um, by, you know, by, by any prosecutor for anybody, not with the last name Biden, um, given just how egregious the conduct was because it's fraudulent conduct, right? There's difference mm. between um, misdemeanor tax charges and, and, and the, the the charges of this nature that there was a really a, a campaign to hide money so that he didn't have to pay these taxes.
0: And you already said that Abby Lowell's, you know, Um, first response really doesn't say much about defending uh, their client, uh, Hunter Biden. So how are they positioning themselves to defend Hunter Biden given these new charges?
3: Look, I, I think they are, they've already announced that they are going to make an argument both on the gun charges and likely now these charges that the original plea deal should have been honored. So again, that's that's not fighting, you know, the facts uh, of the indictment. Um, also, you know, a- Abby Lowell has uh, a reputation for being a real. Bulldog. He, he has represented uh, Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump. So, you know, he, he doesn't discriminate in terms of, of, of his clientele. Mm. Um, he also sent a letter uh, noting that he had asked prosecutors in, in these, uh, who brought these charges most recently to sit down with them. They denied that meeting. So I think he's going to go the route of selective prosecution, vindictive prosecution, you know, things, arguments that we've really seen Trump make uh, in his prosecutions
0: hmm trying to undermine the case in that way. Uh, Carolyn Polisi, good yep. to see you. Thank you so much.